0: Welcome to Chapter 2 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Kristen Darby, CIO at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. In this segment, Darby talks about how her team is rebuilding the analytics platform to provide cutting-edge care, the strategy she's using to help connect the IT staff with the organization's overall mission, and how rounding with clinicians and speaking with patients can help foster innovation.
1: One of the other things that um, we're in the process of doing is um, deepening our understanding. We've spent the last few months of this of what does a patient value? And it's recognizing that everyone has different preferences. So um, some demographic groups might prefer that personal one-on-one interaction, where uh, millennials, for example, might prefer, prefer uh, more of that electronic communication That's not um, as much as um, the one-on-one interaction. And we want to make sure that our patients are receiving the personalized interaction based on their preferences. And so as we start to deepen our understanding around that, one of the things we're in the process of doing is implementing a new patient engagement and entertainment platform that will enable us to continue our journey around um, maximizing patient engagement, but also um, enabling the personalized medicine journey that we're on to start to resonate in a way that can be personalized for patients. Basically, uh, what we're looking to do is when a patient comes to our facility, whether they're in an infusion room, in an inpatient room, they're in the cafeteria on their own personal smartphone or, or iPad, that they have access to our platform, and this will also extend to the home as our model continues to evolve. But um, the idea is, is patients go to one place for everything, one interface, and through that, everything from entertainment options, which they're often looking for during treatment, but also the things such as engagement empowerment. So how do I understand that today The lab results tell me a patient might be feeling uh, a particular way. Maybe they're cold or fatigued because their lab values tell us um, that those are side effects of their their current condition. How can I then interface to a patient and say, you know, if you are feeling X, Y, Z way, would you perhaps want to understand why and make these two adjustments to your behaviors today in ways that perhaps influence um, how you feel in a positive way. And part of it is making those things easily available but customizing them to that particular patient and making sure it's time sensitive. Um, So that's part of the goal we're looking at. In addition to that, as we continue to modify our um, approach to the medicine that um, is being prescribed or, or the treatment path, that is being prescribed to our patients um, on their cancer journey, we continue to focus heavily on providing personalized uh, treatment options to our patients. And that's based on um, uh, the discoveries around the human genome. And as those start to get understood related to specific types of cancer tumors, we're taking those learnings and incorporating them into the treatment path that our um, providers are following to better understand what the best options are for that patient as we start to operationalize this and and this is a developing area so um, what was relevant six months ago you know is different today Um, Mm -hmm. you know we know more and uh, it continues to evolve pretty rapidly so as we're taking those learnings and trying to pull them in and and synthesize the data in a rapid way that can be consumed by our um, physicians uh, very quickly, but enabling them to provide those, those specific personalized options that are best for that patient. Um, we wanna also take that into the patient engagement platform. And so things, as those treatment options continue to be personalized, we wanna make sure that the behaviors that a patient can engage in that are also based on their personalized um, makeup based on, on, mm-hmm. on the health um, the makeup of the tumors that, that they're being treated for, that um, that information is being brought into that platform. And our goal is, is really, um, you know, enable the patient to do as much as they can as part of their care um, plan because it will maximize their engagement and it, it really, it gives them the hope and the commitment that they are empowered to be part of that team. And, and that's very important for the psyche of, of any individual um, to know that, that they can contribute positively. Um, it gives power back into what's often, um, you know, a disease that feels very um, disempowering when you're diagnosed and, and you hear those words, you have cancer. Um, we want to make sure that patients understand that that through um, the science and the technology options that, that we have available to us, we can bring them into that care team in a way that truly does empower them to contribute positively to their outcomes.
0: Right. That's pretty uh, amazing. When you talk about you know individualizing these treatments and, and using information that, even in a couple months, can be outdated. That's that's a really sophisticated uh, level of analytics you're talking about. Uh, It is. So um, one of the
1: things we embarked on in December of last year, so we're we're in the beginning of the build phase, is actually rebuilding our analytics platform um, and data foundation uh, capabilities within the organization to really make sure we're continuing to evolve to be cutting edge because this is a developing area and, um, it's very exciting at this time. I, you know, the hope is we're shifting the dynamic over the next few years that, you know, when you hear the words, you have cancer, does this become a manageable chronic illness? That's really the vision and the hope versus, um, something where you're in the battle for your life. Um, and, uh, you know as we continue to learn more and more um, we're on the right path Um, we're not there yet but I think there's incredible amounts of work being done in this area that um, uh, it's an exciting time but it requires um, uh, you know heavy information technology investment and um, analytics to be able to deliver this to physicians at the bedside at a point that really provides them the information in a consumable manner that affects each patient particularly um, in the way that, that the appropriate options are
0: available for them based on on, on their disease type. Right. And you said that, that as far as re- rebuilding the platform, that's something mm-hmm. that, that started uh, back uh, back in, the, in December. Um, and, and where is that, that right now as far as, you know, what else needs to be done to kind of keep, keep moving things mm-hmm. along at such a quick pace? Yep,
1: so we're doing things on our existing platform right now. Um and then in, in parallel, we're rebuilding uh we're building a new platform. So on the the new platform, we've finished our design phase and we're actually in the build phase now. Um and our goal is to to have some interim deliverables throughout that process, but we probably have about 9 months left to complete that process. Um but in the interim um we're, we're leveraging the existing platform that we have, which is working well for us. Um, but we want to continue to optimize the technology and resources to stay as cutting edge as we can, um, especially as this is such an evolving area. We want to ensure that we have an architecture that's very nimble and can right. adapt as there continues to be new discoveries. Um, you know, what we're reacting to today may be different mm-hmm. two years from now, and we want to make sure we have an architecture. That enables us to um, to shift as quick as the science and the business demands um, to ensure that options that could be available to our patients are available immediately when they're when they're discoverable um, and can be brought to an operational uh, availability.
0: Okay, was that something that that there was um, you know uh, outside help or consultant or anything like that? Just as far as everything that it was going to take to uh, To rebuild this platform
1: Uh, absolutely Um, so uh, from a strategic perspective and design perspective it's absolutely being driven in-house but we have brought in outside partners that have subject matter expertise in particular areas to ensure that um, we've got uh, the best expertise contributing to building this out and so each step that might be different partners that we leverage Um, but uh, we recognize that the talent often to design something and build something is very different than the talent that operationalizes it and supports it daily. And so we're bringing in those different expertise throughout that process to ensure um, uh, we're building it with the optimal potential um, to service uh, the patients of Cancer Treatment Centers of
0: America. Okay. Okay. So you, you talked about the um, there being uh, you know a, a lot of the uh, the IT was was based in um, Goodyear. What, what approximately is like the size of the staff you have as far as IT? Uh, Two hundred and twenty-five stakeholders. Okay. From everything you, you've talked about, this is really um, seems like it's a it's a great opportunity for IT for for the staff just because you know you're talking about uh, really changing uh, the the care of, of uh, cancer patients, but. I want to talk about, you know, your strategy as far as, as keeping the staff engaged because it's certainly a very interesting subject matter, but I can imagine that that there are unique challenges in de- dealing with, the, you know, this particular type of data and, um, uh, you know, things like that. Uh, absolutely.
1: Um, so employee engagement is something that's um, a- incredibly important to me personally. Um, you know, a- as a leader, one of the things that I value most is having a team that, loves what they do, um, that wakes up and can cannot wait to get to work because they're working on things that are so challenging and inspiring and, and really gives them purpose that they can't wait to get here. Or when they're at home at night, they find themselves thinking about problems and how to solve them, and they have that connection. Um, one of the things that, that I probably started about 10 years ago in the healthcare industry was Innovation is very important to me. But it was the recognition that working for for healthcare providers, you can become, uh, in an IT department, very separated from the healthcare setting, where um, uh, working in an IT department in an administrative office that's not next to the clinical setting could be no different than working for a bank or working for a financial services company. And those of us that work in healthcare, I think, have an extremely... um, uh, amazing opportunity to truly connect to a larger mission which is you know enabling people um, to, to fight disease and fight illness in a way that um, contributes oftentimes to many people living longer lives. and I think sometimes that that connection between individuals jobs and that larger mission of really providing good in the healthcare industry and taking care of people and nurturing them and, and really um, using technology enablement in a way that positively affects clinical outcomes to, to allow people to live longer and happier lives. Um, I think that, that connection oftentimes is not understood, and I think it's a travesty frankly because it's so much more rewarding to have that connection. And so one of the things I started um, many years ago and instilled here at CTCA when I arrived is um, that clinical connection is essential to me. And so I require that my IT teams round in the clinical areas. And so it's a minimal amount of time per month, but everybody has to get out of their offices in the cubes and whatever hospital they're closest to, go connect with the nursing staff, go connect with the physicians, Go talk to the individuals in lab or imaging and understand what their challenges are, what their needs are, get to know them personally, and understand also how the technology is used to provide care to the patients. In addition to that, one of the benefits that I think is unique about CTCA that I haven't encountered as much um, at at other provider facilities I've worked with is the ability and the encouragement to connect to patients directly. And so here, one of the things you'll find is um, our IT team members will go over to the cafeteria and just sit down with patients. It's a very um, family-oriented culture. And understanding what does the patient journey look like? Everyone has a different journey, but the more you talk to patients, you start to understand how did they process the diagnosis? What did it feel like to pick a provider? What was important to them? Um, what types of things work well when they show up for treatment? What types of things would they change? Um, What services do we provide that are the most valuable to them? And maybe what services do we provide that we think are valuable that maybe they don't notice or they don't utilize? Mm -hmm. But it's it's having those discussions to understand what is it like from an emotional perspective or social perspective Mm -hmm. to deal with a disease and a disease that you continue going through treatment. And I think when you start to understand different patient journeys and then you also understand our care provider process, you can then start to understand the connections between the work that you perform and provide and how that connects to the overall service offering uh, within the healthcare industry. How are you actually contributing um, to that overall picture and how do you impact that patient and the family, the caregiver that's sitting there in the end? Once you start to understand that, that's when I believe many of the innovation opportunities start to appear. I mean, most of the great ideas I get is when I'm walking around either talking to a patient or talking to one of our clinical stakeholders in the clinical areas, and you see things. And we, as technologists, see things in different ways than a nurse does. You know, we, we understand that certain problems can be solved very quickly with technology where they might just think of it as, this is the way it is because we've always done it this way. But when you're out in that environment, you can actually feel the pulse of the facility, you understand and feel the emotion of the patients, and you start to understand what's valued and what isn't. And I think if you don't start there and have that connection, people oftentimes find themselves lacking engagement in their job. Um, So one of the things that, that I heavily Impress on individuals is the importance of doing that rounding, and um, I think initially it's forced um, because many people don't feel comfortable in a clinical environment. But we typically, um, you know, we have enough clinicians on our teams in, in healthcare areas that you can have people round with with someone that is comfortable, you know, an RN on the team or or um, somebody that's worked in a different clinical support area. And as they build that comfort level, you find that you no longer have to make it a requirement. I mean, I can't go over to our cafeteria at the hospital here without seeing at least twenty of my stakeholders in the in the cafeteria. When I started, I didn't see any, oh, and it's because they're comfortable going there now, and they can just go sit down with the patient, or they find it a welcoming atmosphere because they're comfortable there. Yeah. Um, the the results of that is um, in one year. Um, I've been here fourteen months now, but we just got our one year. Um, engagement surveys, and I've increased, um, highly engaged, 16 points in one year. Um, So it's dramatic results, um, and part of it is that connection of meaning for individuals and the purpose of their role in that overall delivery and the impact of what they're making on on patients' journeys um, when they're fighting this
0: cancer disease. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, Visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.